0: Hey there, classmates. Thanks for downloading Middle Class Film Class. You are listening to one of our early episodes, which means the audio quality was not good, plus we had no drops or phone calls. After episode 17, Idiocracy, we upgraded equipment and began playing the intro, music, and a trailer live like a radio show. If the sound quality or pacing of the show is jarring, just skip to a later episode. It gets better. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the Middle Class Film Class Podcast. I am Joseph. And I'm Peter. I'm Tyler. And this week, the Wheel of Destiny landed on Annihilation. But because of controversy, uh, we didn't want to do a three-peat. You know what I'm saying? Wow, that's nice. <laughs> uh, we respawn, and the Wheel of Destiny landed on my pick, which was Neil Breen's Double Down.
2: My name is Aaron Brand. I always thought I was doing the right thing in preparing for life. I was the first in my class in college in computer science. I don't need much to live on anymore. I just eat tuna out of the can and live in the car. I control access to anything and everything, even from my little simple, brilliant setup. My orders from another country are to shut down the Las Vegas Strip. Marriage is over get out so many questions i'm so confused i'm an american i love this country uh
1: so this movie was quite the adventure uh (laughs) not exactly sure what we're gonna say about it but first let's talk about some streaming picks um
0: you guys got any streaming picks Uh, let's go with pete first uh yeah i got one for this week this is streaming on netflix this is a documentary on a race car driver called Senna, S-E-N-N-A, Yeah, it's uh, Ayrton Senna is the subject of this documentary, and it's the interesting thing about this um, doc is that it's made completely of archival news f- news footage and um, like ESPN type footage of the era. So um, I want to say this was said in. Uh, 90s maybe late 80s early 90s um,
2: it was definitely in the 80s okay it was in the 80s yeah yeah
0: i watched i watched this um, qu- quite a while ago probably a few years ago and it was pretty interesting enough to stick with me if you're into cars at all into racing particularly it's a great doc uh, i'm not i'm into cars but i'm not into racing i've never been a fan of nascar f1 series any of that kind of stuff but it still definitely piqued my interest watching it it's really well done um, it's a it's a kind of a character in a world that you may not really know of but he's kind of like the michael jordan of racing i think for some race F- f1 fans really notable or oh, yeah. muhammad ali really notable character um, that people could pick out of a crowd <clears throat> um, but for most everyone else if you're not in that world he's the names means nothing to you so he um you know, I, spoiler alerts on a <laughs> spoiler alerts on a documentary that they talk about his death right from the beginning. But this movie ends with, huh. with his final, ultimate demise, and it's the documentary about his the rise and fall, so on and so forth. So, pretty good movie. Senna on Netflix. All right, Tyler.
2: My streaming pick is the Breaking Bad movie El Camino. Follows the story of Jesse Pinkman after he escapes from the white supremacist compound. I've never hated and loved this movie simultaneously more than this one. Uh, it's uh, It was a very well done movie. I'm not going to really get into spoilers about it. I just recommend that you watch it and uh, you may come to the same conclusion as me where y- you're like, I love this movie, but I hate it.
0: Since it's after the compound, is that safe to say you don't really see a whole lot of Walter?
2: Well, the thing is, it's just you. What you got, there's flashbacks, you know. There's flashbacks to his time mm-hmm. in the compound, but mostly it's just about what happens after the series finale episode. So, uh, I I think I I I love this movie. Don't get me wrong, I love this movie, but I. I also mm-hmm. I hate this movie.
0: Can you, can you give us more on why you hate it? <laughs> is, is it just um, frustrating?
2: I guess, okay, so, so without giving spoilers away about this movie, the reason why I hate this movie is because I don't think it ever should have been made. Oh, There is no reason why this movie should have been made, and it added nothing to the story. <laughs> and...
0: But you love it. It was it. <laughs> done in the
2: most. It was done in the most beautiful way possible, though. So it's like. <laughs> All that being said, yeah, so I recommend if you if you love Breaking Bad, you will find this movie interesting.
1: If if you're a fan of Breaking Bad and you just want to go back into that world, then then this movie is does that for you.
0: Did you see it too, Joseph? Yeah, it, yeah, we watched it. Tyler, how did it compare to the end of Evangelion? Oh, um, <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I <laughs> how did it for a recap for on, on a series
2: okay so uh definitely better than <laughs> the end of evangelion i'm just gonna put that out there as much as Bold. i love that movie Bold. <laughs> as much as i love that movie uh this movie was significantly better than mm-hmm. the end of evangelion uh i i don't i i mean i really i don't know what to say it's just it's it's so good it was i was so enthralled i all all cuz i love the universe of breaking bad it's very normal lifey you know what i mean like it's like a very dramatic story in a normal life setting that you and i could experience so uh yeah i would recommend el camino so that you may I, it's a, it's a good discussion I movie i don't think
0: anyone who yeah, and anything, anyone who took this time to dedicate their lives to finishing that series is probably not going to look at this and go, yeah, hey, I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. It's no, no, no. Probably no, no. an instant no watch for any Breaking Bad fan anyway. It's definitely
2: a fan service y movie.
0: So just, El,
1: so just El Camino for you, Tyler?
2: Yeah, um, just El Camino. I mean, if you. This is. It's only for Breaking Bad fans, though. Uh, if you have not seen Breaking Bad, I would not recommend El Camino because. I mean it's entertaining but it, it to be more impactful you need to know what is going on more.
0: Mm-hmm. So right.
2: yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just tell me know.
1: All right. So I my stream pick for this week is since we are in uh the spooky season, um this one is a little bit more it is a scary movie, but it's more of like a Mad Max meets zombies kind of movie. Um Hmm. my pick is train to busan a Ooh. korean uh horror movie about a father and his daughter uh taking a train from seoul to uh busan and then the apocalypse sort of begins as their journey to busan begins and uh have you ever so uh, pete have you seen this
0: Yeah, yeah, I watched it with Brie. She's into anything Korean and (laughs) in horror movies. So we watched it, and uh, it's pretty intense. It's pretty Mm -hmm. well-made. If you compare it to American film standards, it holds up for sure. There's some... um, zombie movie tropes that it kind of subverts a little bit which is good yeah it's a couple couple situations you're like oh i didn't see that coming
1: and definitely claustrophobic because they are on a train and yeah the zombies are it just the the virus spreads in the train cars and then they just keep moving to different train cars as more people get infected and it just becomes very uh anxiety inducing uh, but yeah, I, I uh, recommend uh, Train to Busan if you're into uh, zombie horror mixed with kind of like adrenaline pumping chase sequences. And
2: Where is it streaming at?
1: This is on Netflix. Oh, okay. All right, so you guys ready to get into Double Down?
0: Oh, boy.
1: Oh. Double Down
2: it.
0: So All should right. we address the availability of this movie?
1: Uh... Yeah, so so this movie really isn't available anywhere. I mean, it's it's kind of it's a rarity, which this movie shouldn't
0: should does not ha- deserve the title <laughs> of being rare. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have the clout to be able to have that kind of title, but it absolutely does. It's, it's like a, <laughs> it's it's like a terrible Pokemon card that's hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> but you want it's, it because it's so rare. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... It's a Magikarp, <laughs> but a shiny Magikarp.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So I. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what how to start talking about this movie other than that. Um. It's bananas. It's all over the place. Ninety percent of the movie is narration from Neil Breen. Uh, I'll just <laughs> give
0: like a mo- l- one long monologue. Yeah,
1: I'll just give a quick plot synopsis real quick. Um. Just start off. Um. A brilliant computer loner seizes Las Vegas and its terrorist attack while fighting against his fits of clinical depression and obsession for romance and death. It was directed by Neil Breen, written by Neil Breen, it stars Neil Breen, Um, and uh, yeah, it's The Neil (laughs) Breen Show.
2: (laughs) Um, So what I noticed about this movie is when I was looking it up on the internet was that uh, there was different plot synopsis is depending on where you were so on an amazon plot synopsis it was saying that there's a supernatural aspect like he was a supernatural hacker yeah it there's there's no one knows what this movie is about
1: yeah it's it's there was elements of uh everything i feel mean, like there's a whole bunch of ideas that he was trying to throw into this one smorgasbord board of a movie, and I don't,
0: it... I, don't even, I don't even know if it was really any cohesive ideas in the movie no. though. <laughs> no, no. It, it's like it's like a series of vignettes that this guy Neil Breen saw mm-hmm. done well in other movies, in like actual Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. and decided to take those and make his character say those things, yeah. but without any of the exposition leading up to it for it to make any sense. Yeah. So there's there's an un- unlimited amount of scenes where his l- dead, ghost of his dead fiance would pop on the screen and just say <laughs> something like, forgive me. Yeah. Was... <laughs> you're like, she didn't do anything. Very vague
1: uh, and uh, kind of... I don't know, heavy-handed and just like empty statements and lines in this movie. That was like who, like yeah, <laughs> who are we talking about?
2: And I guess so. The uh, movie image that when you Google "Double Down" by Neil Breen uh, on the ti- on the image, it says the winner dot 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 dangerously controversial. And then it'll say four stars, stunning desperation <laughs> it's just like desperation yeah it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Desperate>. well, <laughs> well they um i know on on his um website fateful fateful findings was another another uh dvd or movie released by neil breen and mm-hmm. um every one of his movies that he releases has its own like website which is the legit place where you can buy the yeah. dvd online and it says oh my god shipping to usa and internationally please allow three to four weeks for delivery because <laughs> each one apparently is pressed on on demand yeah he's gotta he's <laughs>
1: gotta author that dvd menu he's gotta burn all the uh burn the
0: discs he's gotta call hank his dvd guy and yeah. drop ship it out from he's his bo- house he's gotta borrow a blu-ray burner yeah <laughs> i know this is never gonna make blu-ray but but it's funny because
1: it'll be it would just be shipped in a blue case but not actually a (laughs) blu-ray
0: it's it's a blue yeah it's a blue dvd case burned by a guy named ray (laughs) (laughs) no it's um so on his site it says one of the top headers is this is the only legally authorized site for the sale of mm-hmm. fateful findings dvd there mm-hmm. are no other authorized distribution platforms for fateful findings anywhere and there was almost identical huh. site that looked like it was made from 1992 um for um, double down as well yeah and um it's i think it's something like 30 dollars to buy it Fuck. but but at the, yeah so so there's there's the meat and potatoes on this website, and if you scroll down enough, you get to these quotes, which I thought that's what you were reading, uh, Tyler earlier. And there are random quotes from people that are not; it, it doesn't credit who the person was that said these quotes, mm. but they're from all over these weird festivals that he put puts his movies in. Kevin Kaplowski, oh, this one's this one's actually credited. Kevin Kaplowski, Toronto After Dark, <laughs> two thousand fourteen, says, "Maybe the best cine thing you see all year." A worthy cult classic in the ma- in the making, which if if the criteria for making a cult classic is a movie that you can laugh heartily at how terrible it is, then I guess <laughs> it's I don't know anything cultish about this movie <laughs> 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 or about d- Double Down that is. So the beginning of
1: this movie starts off with like a with like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible intro where he's hunt, kind of rock climbing but he's just kind of scurrying down <laughs> a rock face rock
0: scurrying
2: and i don't even really think that was supposed to be like a part of the movie i think that was just him like oh i really like this i really like this little piece of land right here and he's yeah. just like scurrying yeah, down and they uh, just started to it decided <laughs> to film it was a
1: long ass intro there's a lot of shots of just deserts and rocks and i mean i assume they filmed in the desert because they didn't have to pay for the location
0: and it was just free reign to shoot whatever they want plus yeah plus he thought i think tyler i think that he actually thinks that he looks badass running down those rocky (laughs) (laughs) cliff sides i bet he He, felt he probably felt
2: badass like he was just like i'm doing all those obstacles over these rocks just like these little (laughs) bunny hops (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, Yeah. You guys ever heard of um, body dysmorphia? Yes. Yes. Okay. So for those who don't know, body dysmorphia is a condition in which a person sees themselves as super fat when they're really not, or vice versa. Or they think that they're ultra skinny, supermodal body type when they're really, really overweight. Mm-hmm. So... I think Neil Breen has body, body dysmorphia for his for his movies. So <laughs> okay. I, he looks at it and he says, "This looks great. That was the that was the one. We're going to stick with that cut." So when you talk about climbing down the cliffs mm-hmm. and looking at a badass, he, I guarantee, he absolutely watched the the playback on that and was like, "Yes, exactly <laughs> what I wanted." Don't I look like Tom Cruise? Tell me I don't look like Tom Cruise. <laughs> How's my black tank top look, tucked into my jeans that are, past my pulled up past my belly button? <laughs> yeah. you know, the person's
2: like, it's your no, it's your money, it's your money, Neil. I mean, yeah. What am I gonna say? I'm gonna say he looks bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Destroy, just shatter his, his entire ego. So
0: one of the, one of the things that stuck out to me was, it's, it's movie was made in 2005. Mm. It looks kind of like it was made in 1995 <laughs> or or older yeah. oh um,
2: yeah i noticed that too like it definitely looks like a uh daytime sci-fi channel movie.
0: <laughs> well it looks like it looks like he bought his uh he bought the the video well the camera mm-hmm. uh that they used to shoot this from like a thrift store yeah and <laughs> at the time he's like man mini dv are you kidding me huh. <laughs> We're in the big leagues now. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Everything's coming up, Neil. <laughs> Do you, was this film, Joseph? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. It up. says Fuji, right?
1: It said in the credits. Oh, it did yeah. say, like, Fuji, did. Fuji film. I'm looking at the tech specs on IMDb, and the camera says there are reflex cameras and lenses, 35 millimeter. Um so it might have been the negative format was 35 millimeter could have been film that's all i mean that's that would have put the budget of the movie i don't even know if the budget is on
0: on no yeah it's not it's self-financed if you read it neil's imdb page he says that he was a a former um real estate agent and like i think had something to do with like uh it work which is
2: imagining neil breen selling you a home (laughs) Are you a patriot? Are you an American? I'm an
0: American. I'm an American. I love Love this country. country. (laughs) My country.
1: Oh, Oh, man. There's Uh,
0: one of those dramatic monologues that we were talking about earlier.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, so this is the first of Neil Breen's filmography, first feature film. Oh, this was Um, the first one? This is the first one. This is what started the Neil Breen journey um, for Neil Breen. And he's, his most recent was made, uh, I think, like last year or this year, the Twisted Pair. Um, he's made, so in total, he's made five Twisted movies. Twisted
2: Pair, not Testicles. Yeah.
1: I think it <laughs> is total, Testicles. In total, he's made five movies, um, Twisted Pair being the most recent, which was in 2018. Movie before that was called Pass Through 2016. Then it was Fateful Findings. Uh, in 2013, um, which is far superior compared to Double Down, in my opinion.
0: Faithful Findings, uh, yeah, Faithful Findings was a, a gem compared to this movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: a movie before Faithful Findings is called I Am Here dot 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 now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then and then Double Down. I think. <laughs> so first off, the movie the footage is so is so rough that of the actual like shots of the movie that he cuts Mm -hmm. back and forth. So let me dig. I mean, I digress (laughs) the entire first, like 25 minutes of the movie is like a monologue of him setting up exposition about his character that never pays (laughs) off. Yeah. He talks, he talks about his pedigree in the military and how he's a world-class hacker and he can, he can, how he's
2: won medals, not earned them. He's He's won won many medals,
0: (laughs) (laughs) many achievements over the years from, Mm -hmm. Uh, the Air Force, or whatever the hell he's at, his and time in the service. Yeah, yeah, his time in the service. So, but every time they cut away, they'll they'll do like a couple shots of him like sp- parkouring through the desert, <laughs> <laughs> and then finding a laptop that he dug that he, he hid there, you know, months he's, earlier supposedly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It'll, they'll cut away to these um, like B roll shots of all kinds of stuff. So I made a list of all the B roll shots that he cut to. Oh, all the, the stock footage? All stock footage, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. The Hoover Dam, a long uh, helicopter shot for probably about oh, yeah. 60 probably seconds. Good. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. 60 second minute, helicopter, uh, like uh 360 shot of the Hoover Dam. Uh, <laughs> birds taking off on a African plane. <laughs> a close-up of an active volcano and then hot springs to follow right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Various control rooms with no cohesive... Like rhyme or reason as to where those are or how they pertain <laughs> to the story, or what they're doing. Or yeah, what, <laughs> what they're doing in the control room. Kids yeah. playing on a playground, which you find out later is supposed to be like young versions of Neil Breen and his love. Um, although you don't you know, explain that at first, and it's just like Neil, creepy with a thirty-five millimeter camera videotaping kids playing at the park. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, airspace construction facilities. Extreme mm-hmm. close-ups of bald eagle faces. A homeless guy in a city feeding pigeons. These are all like, <laughs> these are just like cut scenes back and forth, like little story cut to the homeless guy feeding a pigeon.
1: Yeah, um, and all this is supposed to take place in Las Vegas. Yeah. And a lot of that, I mean, the guy with is feeding the pigeons is definitely not in Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> so the best part about all the, these little inner, inner cut, little cut scenes and um, <laughs> B roll is that. There's one that the quality of the video goes up every time it goes to a cutscene. Goes from this like crappy grainy video that Neil's shooting, and then it goes to a um, stock footage of a um, Las Vegas uh, strip club, or Mm -hmm. not strip club, but like a club on the strip where people are dancing and having a good time. And it's clearly shot for some like tourist visit Las Vegas promo (laughs) promo video. Yeah, Yeah, it's a promo video. He just took it and put it in for his movie. Cropped
1: um, out the the logos and the yeah, all the bugs are gone.
0: But there was one cutscene. There was actually a CGI trolley, like a monorail proposal video that someone someone made uh, for like yeah. the city of Las Vegas. Like, here, put this trolley in, or the it's city like re- of Toronto. It's yeah, it's yeah. a rendering, CGI rendering of a of a trolley going through a city, and you're like, that's not even a cutscene. He's <laughs> he's just fighting. Any B roll he can get his hands on that he doesn't have to pay anything for, just throw in his like uh, um, edits. Yeah, maybe he
2: just bought like a like a bulk pack of them and he was like, okay, now I can make a movie.
1: Huh. Yeah, he just bought a VHS tape full of random stock footage, <laughs> a royalty-free footage that he can use for whatever. It's so funny that you call them call them cutscenes. Because it's like like it's a PS one video game. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: That's how they feel though. Like if you, like that's that those cutaways feel like cutscenes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now to, now to the real part of our movie, not to the gameplay.
1: <laughs> um, it's, we could talk about the uh, the uh, the amount of laptops and cell phones and. <laughs> cans of tuna his lifestyle basically talking about the way he lives it was really (laughs)
2: jarring to see neil breen like like savagely eating tuna (laughs) cans straight from the can like while he's driving like it one thing about this movie that i thought was really funny is that i always thought some of these scenes weren't supposed to be in the movie. It was just people just <laughs> filming Neil Breen's everyday life, and so he lives in a car, eating cans of tuna in the desert.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I I think in in some old um kind of action movies, there was always a character like the main character you'd sympathize with had some sort of weird quirk, like either mm-hmm. they were obsessed with chewing bubble gum or they they sucked on suckers lollipops um i can't remember what show that was but the one the main detective or whatever was um, yeah suck yeah. on lollipops i think that neil thought that his character needed some sort of like hook hook <laughs> like that so he's like yeah. i know he'll eat tuna like cans of tuna. out of the can in his car which is <laughs> the most bananas way to deliver a line ever and he's he's talked just got done talking about how in his his little monologue about himself about how he's a trained killer and he's he's a killer for hire although he loves his country but he'll literally shut down Las Vegas and kill thousands of hundreds of thousands of people just because another country was paying him to do it which is weird <laughs> that he's a can still considers himself a patriot when he does that but uh he yeah. so he's talking about that and then instantly he it cuts to him driving With tuna (laughs) spilling all over his chest, eating at the (laughs) wheel (laughs) whilst driving. And he says, I don't need much to survive anymore. I just eat tuna out of the can in my car.
2: (laughs) I just, it was hard to really understand, like, what direction he was going in, like, with why, like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's supposed to be, like, his, like, hook thing, but that's so, like, in your head sort of, Mm -hmm. like, idea that. There's no way that like no one no one would be like oh yeah cans of tuna like that's well plus that's gonna get plus him.
0: it's definitely everywhere inside his car and he yeah. lives in a desert uh-huh. <laughs> full with a, in a Mercedes full of tuna <laughs> <laughs> and he's supposed to, sex, so, supposed to be a sex supposed to be some sort of a sex symbol I know oh man <laughs>
1: the uh, yeah the uh, the scene with him and his fiance girlfriend in the uh, the pool. Oh yeah! And...
2: Somehow we limp away to the second act where we find out like why he is the way he is, and mm-hmm. it shows. It goes to the past of him being naked with his wife in his pool. Yep. And uh, yeah, he d-
0: he loves to I mean, show I, his own butt too. Yeah,
2: it, Yeah, he gets shot, or no, she gets Pete's shot. She gets shot, and then. <laughs> one of the and funniest it, scenes ever <laughs> is her it's him floating with her dead his dead wife's body like in solidarity Something. yeah yeah
1: it's like he didn't even get shot he's just like i'm just gonna float with my my wife's or fiance's body next to her oh yeah
0: it was a and fiance she, he was gonna propose he, to he her. proposed to her in the, yeah. in the naked pool
1: yeah, and then sh- <laughs> and then show everybody my taint in the back of my
2: balls. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that's, really that's, graphic.
0: It was yeah. I think I think um, every shot that looks like they linger on for a little bit too long, like that, like he's floating mm-hmm. next to her with both their butts <laughs> up, the showing butt's the clenched. camera. Yeah, butts clenched. I think that that was supposed to be like his attempt at like a art, artsy yeah saying that like oh she's dead now my wife will die too my life is over i am yeah. dead now i well. am dead yeah but it, i don't know it's just <laughs> swing and a miss <laughs> what
1: what was that was what going through his mind when they were shooting that scene like this more this but. Scene is ver very pivotal yeah this, very,
0: very emotional this explains everything I think that
1: Explains everything and nothing at the same time
0: <laughs> I think that Neal's kink Is watching his fiance get killed in front of him Because his reaction to her getting shot Is to clench her body tight And act like he's orgasming <laughs> Then he tosses her body aside To caress a flower Instead of the body of his fiance, dead fiance <laughs> He sees a flower of blood on and He's like uh. Yeah there, that's like one of it. the That's like That's like one of the
1: the screenshots from the movie on the IMDb page is him clutching that flower with his bloody hand. <laughs> it's like, and you're, he's like, your fiance is dead like, right next to you, dude. She's she is a flower. That's the.
0: That's uh, the okay, now we get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One of the yeah.
2: more confusing parts of this movie was the fact that <laughs> the narration audio quality and like. The obviously mic'd in audio for Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. they couldn't get it on scene uh, was the same. So you never knew like if he was narrating or Or if he was actually yeah if he was actually talking to another character Mm -hmm. or to himself like in the present. Yeah, you can't really tell. Not clear.
0: You can't really tell Mm -hmm. if he's talking to another character when he when the camera's facing him and his lips are moving though because he's there was seldom facing a character when he's talking.
1: (laughs) There was so many so many technically wrong things in this movie. I mean, there's no point in going into them because it's just, the list is too
0: long. Yeah, you could do, you <laughs> could do a scene-by-scene breakdown of how, how terribly blocked yeah. everything is. Every single
1: dialogue between two people, at least, I don't know about every single one, but a lot of them, it was shot from the ground up, and it was just a <laughs> <the> blue sky <laughs> as the background. And <laughs> Just because they didn't want us to know that they were shooting in a Costco
0: parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then Costco got shut down so they had to move to Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> and that's um, where he bought his cans of tuna. Yeah, really. Um, I, I,
2: I, there's a specific line he says within the second act where he says, I deal with high technology and low technology. <laughs> <laughs> and like that really stuck out with me because... What yeah, is makes, high makes technology? Like what is what's high a, technology? What's low love? technology? Like one of the things that interests me about Neil Breen is the creative direction he goes in in a lot <laughs> of the, the scenes of this movie because you have to wonder, like, what frame of mind you have to be in to write the line. High technology and low technology. <laughs> I mean, like I've, I've art, heard of something being
0: low tech, but I've never heard of low technology. Yeah, it, it I mean, was...
1: you you hear the phrase, "It's high tech." Oh, it's low tech. Yeah, it's just he's it's just a, the finish
0: finishing of the whole. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> I deal with low technology too. It's like saying Jimothy. <laughs> high technology,
2: instead of high, That's high tech,
0: dude. I
1: mean, high technology. I guess would be equipment at nasa and then low technology would be like Self- cell phones one of the 12 cell phones he has yeah, <clears throat> yeah that, high, his laptops
2: high technology is uh vape pens low technology <laughs> is computers because that's for science
1: high technology is the
0: toothbrush that plays music while you brush your teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I have, a, I have a, couple, a couple notes I was going to go through. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Um, I'm just... I mean, this... So normally you all take notes and kind of be able to group them together in cohesive thoughts, but this movie has none of that. <laughs> so I'm just going to go through some random notes that I had to get the audience a feel for what this movie's about. Neil's basically a homeless person that sleeps in the desert and needs tuna straight from a can. <laughs> I think. I think you can you can think of you can if you watch this movie interpret it that he's actually just a delusional homeless person and all these people that he kills are just in his mind it gets really sad yeah <laughs> but he writes himself to be a, like a jesus character jesus like character because he puts the piece of hematite in his hand or pyrite in his hand yeah. and tries to heal the his friend friend partner's boy. daughter's brain cancer
2: Mm-hmm. I totally forgot Pyrite was, like, his, like, magical stone. <laughs>
0: yeah. His magical stone. Um, there's multiple close-ups of hands in in supposed slow motion, reaching into frame <laughs> yeah. and out of frame slowly. Like, they, yeah. they wanted a slow motion shot, because Neil saw that in a movie one time, but they didn't have the technology to do slow-mo in the editing. They had low-tech. Yeah, they had low-tech. So they just slowly <laughs> put their hands into, into screen with white gloves on and then would hand off the (laughs) vial or whatever it was and then pause for a second with their hands on screen and then slowly Mm. take their hands out of screen. There was at least three shots like that.
2: It's really hard to uh, go through this movie in a chronological order because of the way it was edited. Uh, It was edited in a way where it didn't let you know when it was a flashback or a flash forward. So you're constantly wondering which in which time frame you're in, so you said after the after I noticed he said high technology and low technology uh the scene where the old guy falls on his head oh and, yeah. and Neil goes old to man he save him.
0: In the desert yeah,
2: yeah he, and he said he was drawn to
0: him he <laughs> I was, was drawn, drawn to him.
2: I was drawn to this injured old man and it's just like he has those standout scenes throughout the movie, which like, it's like, they're funny when it's just like no context, but watching like a whole almost two hour movie with this, it was a little bit, it was, Mm -hmm. it was, it was grueling to watch.
0: That homeless person he found was actually the only real thing that had happened in this movie. The rest of it was (laughs) delusion. That was just his, that was just his uh, ride or die. That he saw fall off the rock. <laughs> yeah,
1: that uh, that old man was actually like, he was actually already out there in the desert. Yeah, it <laughs> just incorporates the story. Um, he's the real. He's the he's the the character or the person that this movie is based on.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, there were flashback scenes that happened from ninety seconds earlier in the movie. They yeah, I have, have a scene and they do have a flashback to that scene about a minute and a half of screen time later. Just in case he forgot that it just happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. They <laughs> do like a montage yeah. of things that just happened.
0: Every time he uh goes sits down at one of his laptops, he never uh types more than like five or six characters at a time before moving to the next laptop. <laughs> yeah.
2: And he's always staring at the satellite, yeah. waiting <laughs> for something to happen with the satellite too. Types everything all... on the
0: keyboard, look at the satellite, just wait it's, for it to go. I... Bzzz.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I was I was I I interpret it as he was like, like he was getting information from the satellite. Like he was like trying to like read the satellite, and then he was typing in information.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like he was trying getting information out of the satellite. Yeah,
1: even <laughs> though like the satellite he was telepathically
2: is telepathically. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit!
1: Yeah.
0: He's a better hacker than we ever knew.
1: Yeah, because he has uh supposed uh superpowers or something.
2: Yeah, it's implied that he has supernatural powers, but it's never really explored.
0: A supernatural hacker.
2: A supernatural
0: hacker. <laughs> um, supernatural hacker. I have some questions. Um, what's okay. up with the green body bag that's never explained? Oh, Who, that the it one keeps. That said yeah, it keeps is. popping. Like his, after his wife is killed, he he sees this green body bag, and every time he checks in it, she's in various stages of decay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but there, it's like it's not any like scary gore. It's a dollar store. Uh, skeleton decoration for Halloween. The problem
2: I had with it, though, too, was it didn't even follow the stages of decay. Like, sometimes, like, in, like, I think the second or third scene of showing the body bag, it was, like, a sun-bleached skeleton, but then, like, near the end of the movie, it was, like, she was never decaying. It was very all over the place.
0: Well, you never find out anything about that. You never find out how he's... how he is able to so quickly bury that old man in the desert with a tiny <laughs> pile of rocks. <laughs> like, he, blew, he, he, he used his mind powers again to get this guy underground and then stacked, like, 12 rocks on top of him. He's got to hide I, that body oh, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Which
1: wasn't even the right size. No, it is. Like, it was, it was just a smaller pile of rocks that didn't... <laughs> it, it was like he was burying a child. <laughs>
0: there's one, There's one character that you only see for three shots that are about a, a second and a half each. She's not explain who she is. She's videotaping the interaction between him and one of the government agents. Oh, yeah. From the car, and then she's killed, and then you never hear from her huh. again. Completely unnecessary character. You never see him. She was, she, not explained yeah. what they are, who they're filming. She's I killed.
2: Think, I think Neil's direction was supposed to be like, "Oh, I'm being, I'm being hunted everywhere at any time. Doesn't matter." I mean, yeah, it I think it so. says that at one point. Like, I, yeah,
1: it, I would. I would argue that um, Neil Breen is the best actor in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and surprisingly, like, like he actually is. Yeah, I because he has the most passion. He's the only one who has the passion, and you could see it in his performance. Because there's that scene with that uh, with that guy who with like the long kind of blonde hair, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a chubby dude, kind of mm-hmm. looks like a like a Kid, like a, just like like a an adult big, baby, a, a, yeah, adult <laughs> adult baby, where he's like, he's like, you're a killer, the best, but you know that, but you know that, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, just like his, the way he did that was so like so low
0: effort, like he didn't care about the project. The, uh, Acting one on one is stopped between after every line. <laughs> the monologue
2: between the director of the FBI, the senator, not doesn't say oh, which oh state God. or. from where it's just the senator yeah and the mayor in the mayor yeah the mayor
0: this is going to change everything this is going to change everything
2: i agree with joseph though or that uh, neil breen was the best actor in this movie though because they (laughs) they definitely they were just reading lines yeah, just for yeah. the sake of reading lines I, It was just like a paycheck to them And it's kind of unfortunate because you can tell that Neil wanted this movie To like be what? Like a You know artistic statement Yeah but if yeah. you got
0: this script and you're an actor What the fuck would you do? <laughs> like, you <don't... laughs> First question What's my motivation? Um, you're in the desert Read the line. <laughs> yeah, true. He could be a, yeah, he could have bad been director. a dickhole about it. Yeah. He's a great actor, bad director. <laughs> um I I wrote down that he's the worst killer. Uh he kills the <laughs> he kills the wrong couple. Uh when he picks oh, yeah. he, he steals yeah. the Rolls Royce, somehow yeah. convinces someone that he's their limo driver, kills the wrong couple. No,
2: he hacks um, the he hacks the car with a flip phone, that's what happens
0: no that was the that was the uh, that was the Ferrari oh okay. <laughs> no that's another Ferrari scene. no he uh, he he kills the bride and groom who mm-hmm. just started their life together the groom was yep. a better actor than Neil because he actually helped get into the trunk of the car even though he's dead <laughs> <laughs> he's like climbing pulling himself with his body yeah, in the car he's, he's supposed to be dead weight and he's like yeah he's like oh. helping himself in. Um, and then and then once he drops him off once he realizes what do you mean? I killed the wrong couple? <laughs> then he, then he, you cut to the, the the bride and groom laying on the desert floor, and the groom's dead, but the bride's awake but can't move, mm-hmm. can't even kill the two of them. Um, he's probably actually just schizophrenic, sociopath, homeless person. I wrote that again.
2: <laughs> it was his attempt at humor. It, to he was like, "Oh, it'd be funny if I killed the wrong couple.
1: <laughs> if me, the best killer in the world, killed the wrong couple." <laughs> because yeah i I, that's how that's like that's something that would be in like a funny hitman movie yeah you know
0: you know it's like what do you mean i killed the wrong (laughs) person um i wrote down also that every line is meant to be very impactful but is delivered like he's telling like a whimsical story to a friend at work (laughs) none none, none of it's delivered very impactfully yeah, just seems like he practiced
2: too much in front of the mirror, and so like it's like him saying it is just like a muscle reaction now instead of like a passionate line.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: because that's what it sounded like. Like every line he said sounded really well, too well rehearsed to the point where he's just saying it for the sake of saying it.
0: It's just to get through the scene. Yeah, if we, if we can just get through the scene, guys, I promise you, we're gonna be. <laughs> gonna be we're gonna be uh in no time gonna have this fantastic movie <laughs> one of my
2: favorite scenes in this movie too was when he was explaining his career to that random stranger family that he was having dinner with
0: oh yeah with but she was, du- he was like explain, he's explaining it as a we though everything that we do like almost like they were also killers or yeah yeah That's oh what I, I didn't find.
2: catch on to that yeah
0: that, 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 yeah, the 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 public never doesn't know what we do. They think that all we do is just get caught up in gun uh, gun and chase scenes. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. no, 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 And then and then he's he gives the best reaction to a child with brain cancer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he like it's a, like we are supposed to assume that he is like Jesus.
0: Yeah, and he heals. Her puts, but puts we never of, find out.
2: Puts a piece of pyrite on her head. Yeah. There's a good. lot
0: of <laughs> there's a lot of um a lot of aggressive attempts at symbolism, but I don't think anything really quite landed so all surface level, all pieces of
1: whole ideas that didn't really like work together at all. And um I was
0: confused and <laughs> pressed by the end of the movie, <laughs> it, it was fun to watch the, this together, all three of us. Uh, uh-huh. Just because <laughs> I feel like I might be, I might maybe be, be getting pranked if I was watching this by myself. And like Joseph really yes. wants me to watch this, mo- okay? <laughs> I recommend this movie. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I hope. I guess I'm probably going to be the only one, and they're just going to be like, "Can't believe you actually watched that whole thing two hours worth." <laughs> yeah, it was I- a joke. <laughs>
2: I feel yeah. bad for Neil though because I feel like the reason why it was edited so poorly was because one, no one wanted to work with him, and two, mm-hmm. he over he went over budget. It seemed like this movie was over budgeted. Well, he,
0: he edited Probably. it too. He was, he was he was he was the entire credit scene was written by yeah, Neil, Breen. The, the Neil yeah. Breen. Edited by Breen. Neil Breen. Snacks and catering by Neil Breen lighting none yeah hair and lighting, hair and makeup no. <laughs> none
1: that's, he was the musical director he was the casting department he definitely had a casting couch situation going on there Oh god.
2: <laughs> yeah uh neil breen i've heard that he's a big fan of being naked in his movies so that's...
1: <laughs> yep
0: that's yeah a... it com- comes back in faithful findings First question he asked the fiance actress was, uh "How do you feel about male nudity?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he just asked that question like seven other times until he found like a the
1: actress, yeah. the actress who was willing to do it. Do you speak yeah.
0: English? Yes. How do you feel about male nudity? Pretty okay. young, pretty comfortable. Okay, cool. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> you ever acted before? No. Do you know? Do you by chance any know of any children that vaguely look like you who can record? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I wonder how how many people actually knew Neil Breen in real life while making this movie because since this was his first movie, he had to have had a support group or something you know to help him make this thing
0: yeah his his nephew uh, lent him his jeep, so <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. Green jeep. I'm,
1: I'm surprised that he didn't like shoot this movie himself.
0: Yeah, well, most of the scenes is he's in it though.
1: Yeah, he can still do
0: it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could be the DP and be in a movie.
0: All uh, all I know is it was a one of a kind movie. I won't forget, but I already forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I for,
1: I forgot a lot about this movie. Um, it's pales in comparison. Faithful findings. I Have to say, I have to. I am disappointed in the world of Neil Breen movies um you know this is not up to par in my opinion <laughs> yeah
2: it uh... was a, it was a disappointing movie because there it had all of the qualities to be like funny throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. but it also you know there's just it was definitely lacking and it was a yeah. shame but there was really funny scenes in this movie as well though that were pretty mm-hmm. unforgettable one of them being him yelling he's confused and depressed
0: (laughs) or casually mentioning it to the no one who's listening
2: i'm confused and depressed every day and it's like that wasn't (laughs) forgive me i've been so
0: confused and depressed yeah exactly another another (laughs) scene (laughs) cameras have me rolling and they're like picking up gold yeah
2: i agree with joseph that i was expecting the movie to be a bit more funnier it was it was pretty it was pretty hard to watch at times because you know nothing happens in some of the scenes literally like he's just sitting there like
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this movie could have been 25 minutes long if they cut out all (laughs) the unnecessary scenes (laughs) yeah in the the (laughs) b-roll
1: yeah i have to uh i mean kind of got to give him a pass i know it's his first movie your first movie is never that good um
0: true true <laughs> how many feature-length movies have you made
1: i've made zero feature-length movies
0: me neither Zach. So, Zach, neil's Zach, got please. like five up five up on us i'm <laughs> sure it
1: gets better and better <laughs> people findings is uh, uh leagues better twisted, this. twisted pair can't wait yeah the, we're converting this into the neil breen
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> neil breen hour
1: what's in the what's it what's he working on now let's see does he have any upcoming projects
0: um, no, that's weird. He's remaking Shawshank Redemption. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I Shawshank.
1: <laughs> There's, I don't see anything that he's working on now. He's but, living. He's know.
2: living off of his fame. Yeah,
1: you could. Yeah, I. Uh, I uh, wonder. You know, if he's gonna pull like uh like he's gonna drop a mixtape. You know, like Drake and just <laughs> oh, everybody. <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. He. surprise surprises with the whole movie, whole last movie.
0: I heard his Shawshank remake. Uh, Andy Dufresne is really obsessed with shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen staff has like a secret like method of transporting shrimp to his his cell. Mm.
2: <laughs> well, Twisted Pair looks like was his last movie, so um, yeah. that was in 2018 as well. So you know, he, he might he might be he might have something up his sleeves.
0: Um, how do you, how do you rate a movie like this? How do you even? We're that's what I asked in the beginning. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> is it? Is it? If it was up to me, I'd say one star. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, like I enjoyed watching it with you guys.
2: Well, since this is a funny bad movie, like it would be rated based on your entertainment and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know
0: about that. Actually, I'm I'm changing my voting half star, half star, <laughs> half star. Yeah, we we can't we can't do zero out of five, right? Mm. Can we do zero out of you can five? Do whatever you
1: want. I mean, because one—if it's—if it's between one and five, then one is—is is
0: the lowest you can go. Uh, okay, fine. So one that would star. be like basically. <laughs> like, we can like go zero. deeper. I'm giving this one negative one star.
1: <laughs> I'm going further. I'm doing a negative five to
0: five rating scale. Negative five. Rating scale. Five I'll give it. A, okay. Okay. Final rating: one point five out of five. 1.5
1: one and, 5, half, 5,
0: one and a half stars the half stars for the uh the enjoyment that you get if you have friends to watch this with and laugh about and it and
1: you can drink a little yeah. before <laughs> yeah yeah you, I you can have do that. before yeah um yeah i guess we could rate this in the world of maybe we could rate it in the world of neil Breen movies as well i mean we've only we haven't seen all of them so i don't know if that's
0: fair yeah
2: that that's going to be my journey I think
0: <laughs> my journey. <laughs> Next week's streaming pick: Double Down. On, I watched uh, all. I, wa-
2: I watched all of Neil Breen's movies. That was basically like my own personal Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So Pete is one, and, one half and a half stars out of five. Tyler, what say you?
2: Uh, hmm. I'm gonna have to go with one out of five stars. Okay. Mostly because it was. Not as entertaining as it could be. And (laughs) it's a very, it's a, it is not an entry level bad movie, fun movie. Like, it's like, you have to, like, already be aware of what a bad, fun movie is. So, yeah. uh, It is funny, though. Like, there's, like, really funny parts, but it just doesn't come together enough to where, like, I could be like, oh, have you seen Double Down? Like, (laughs) I would, I'm going to imagine. Yeah, it's not like oh, have you seen the room, which everyone's heard of, but yeah. So Double Down is an interesting. It's it's <laughs> it's interesting that it exists in this reality. You know what I mean? Like it, it just <laughs> like it's here, and we know about it, and it yeah. made an impact on us because we're made. We made a whole damn episode about it.
0: <laughs> that's and that's the m- lesson of the story, kids. You know, your yeah. dreams can be reality. Look at Neil Breen. But as a movie, he, though, he, like it sucks, dude. <laughs> 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 Fucking blow, Ooh, bro. What, what about you, Joe?
1: Um, i I have to give this movie a a one as well, <laughs> because it's 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 compared to Faithful Findings, it's just not. <laughs> it just doesn't live up to to. That. it doesn't it doesn't reach that bar it's just a bad bad, fa- bad movie yeah it's I found myself laughing way more in faithful findings than I did in this movie, and honestly, the whole narration thing and how long it it dragged on for was like it was like, droning. Re- it, was like yeah, homework. It, re- it really made the movie do you think longer. it's
2: deliberate by Neil Breen to being this way
1: um I don't especially I in accident. his later
2: movies because you said you laughed a lot in his later movies. later movies do you think that uh-huh. he likes like, like found his niche yeah
1: he could have he might be self-aware he you know the idea I mean, of he Neil Breen be... being self-aware is terrifying to me <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like you know what I've pigeonholed myself now I understand my talents the scope of my capabilities, <laughs> and this is what I'm gonna make. Yeah. Um. I kind of hope not. I kind of hope he's trying his hardest, and this is the best he can produce.
2: You want to celebrate the weirdness of the human condition rather than him trying to capitalize on it. I get. I, yeah. I, I get that.
1: Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna intentionally bad or good bad movie. You know, it, it takes away the fun. It's like finding out. Uh, a ghost hunting show is faked.
2: Yeah, it like, takes away the authenticity.
1: You know, Those it shows takes are away... real, or they're finding out that uh, like David Blaine has been faking it the whole time. It's
2: don't you tell me it... that, Joseph. I believe. <laughs>
1: no, I know. I'm saying like it would be like oh, well, I believe I'm David watching... Blaine. I'm watching. He's not this... of this plane, but I know it's not real. What's happening? You know, like a prank show or something.
0: I would love if neil breen did a collab with yorgos lanthimos oh my god (laughs) for our listeners who may not know yorgos he did the lobster killing of a sacred deer and oh okay uh dogtooth Did you do dogtooth too i don't know i think he he did the favorite yeah the favorite and he's got a just a crazy scent like writing style Mm. just uh, i don't know it's what an what an odd pairing! It would be yeah, it'd be great to see like a, a real crazy person work with like a, an artist who's just as crazy stuff, and that somehow makes crazy pair. movies.
2: That would be interesting, but I actually don't think Neil would work with him. I think he would be. I think he's so far up in his ass that he would think <laughs> that he was too good for anyone, and that he like he is the emperor of his movie style.
0: I almost yeah. said I almost said that I disagree with you on that, but I think that. If anybody who puts himself into a nude scene <laughs> with, in the condition that Neil is physically has definitely an inflated sense of ego about himself, so I, I agree.
2: Yeah.
1: What about uh, what about Panos Cosmatos, another Greek filmmaker? What is that a, of Yorgos?
0: Who's that who does he what did he make? He did Mandy. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Uh, fever dream of a neil breen movie you
2: (laughs) me personally i think it he just has such a big ego that he can't work with anyone in a effective way
1: yeah he fires anybody who challenges him yeah that's that's
2: just the that's especially after watching double down like you get that feeling because he considers himself holier than thou Mm -hmm. um he wears his emotions very much on his sleeve. So,
0: yeah.
2: Neil Breen, yep. he he's in his own he's in his own ball game. He's in his own league, and no one's allowed to play. <laughs>
1: he likes his water at seventy three degrees exactly.
0: <laughs> any any other thoughts, you guys, before wrapping up on this and moving on to the next segment? Uh, I do not have
1: anything else to add. I would throw my notes. Movie. Movie. I'm, I'm tapped nope. out on
0: Neil.
2: The only thing I can say about Neil Breen is, I, well, I should say, the only thing else I could say about Double Down is that it is it is the very definition of a movie, you know? It's the movie length, you know? It's the, the, it is a movie. It, it's technically it's, a movie. You can bank is, on that. It, it is a dictionary definition of a movie, and you can take that as like, what you will, <laughs>
0: just video and right. audio <laughs> yeah.
2: there
1: is a there is picture it's in color there's
2: scripts <laughs>
1: maybe we don't know
2: <laughs> they're on they're on location
1: yeah um all right so I think that uh kind of concludes our discussion about Neil Brain's Double Down
0: um I don't have anything to say I, I have I have something to say not about the movie but um uh, okay um you guys want to okay with I move on? Yeah, yeah. I was about to move on. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't, I don't wanna... Let's
1: move. Let's move on to the next segment, which is
0: <laughs> uh, Pete. Oh, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if you're a returning listener, then you're very well aware that we here at Middle Class Film Class have a strong distaste for FUBO TV. <laughs> Um <laughs> Distaste maybe too weak of a word, but still. <laughs> F U.
1: Yeah, if you F U Bo. F-U-bo. F-U-bo.
0: If you're a MCFC faithful, and uh, then you also know that without a single word or really any interaction at all, Pluto.tv has snatched our interest and become the next gen streaming TV service of choice for this year <laughs> podcast. So, um, and so far, I can't really think of anything bad to say about Pluto except that they're so streamlined. That even when I went on their website to try to write to their advertising department, it takes you immediately to this old house on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so they are all business. You want Fubo TV? Well, here, go to their website. You're instantly watching TV. They don't dick around. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it took a little bit to figure it out, but uh, after searching, some help from Joseph, uh, we found a place for the shameless begging. So I'm not going to read uh, the letter w- verbatim. I'm just going to kind of go through some of the hot points uh mm-hmm. we have a consistent message between your service and our brand we have tens of ravenous fans um <laughs> same same business model we both are free um we have henceforth <laughs> dis- denounced the people at fubo tv and we already have our allegiance to you if you want to make this thing official kick us down some uh, subscriptions but I don't, mm. after I wrote that, I already sent the message off. I just realized that they don't really have subscriptions. So mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work, but uh, we're hoping to hear back from Pluto.tv. <laughs>
1: yeah. Do they have social media? Do they do anything? You
0: know what? I don't know. <laughs> it's, on know my, it's on my TV. I see it all the time. I talk about it to people.
1: Pluto TV. They have a Facebook.
0: That's our, that's, our, that's our slogan that's a weird slogan we have a Facebook Pluto, to, Pluto TV we have a Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one other small order of business before we get to the wheel of destiny but mm-hmm. uh, we are just from the time that this show started recording till now we have confirmation we will have an on air caller next week yes. nice it will it will be very fun and it will be wholesome and heartfelt so no swearing look, I don't know about Shit. that. <laughs> I cannot guarantee. Um so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, um or next week, but um we will have a, a guest not a guest host, but we're gonna have a little small call in segment for a recommendation from one of the fans. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Devotees. You wanna go to the wheel of destiny?
1: Let's move on to the wheel.
0: Alright, I've already erased double down from the wheel. Mm-hmm Joe. And mm-hmm. Do you have a replacement? Nope.
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> my replacement for Double Down is Bad Lieutenant: Port of Call New Orleans. Oh shit. nicholas Cage movie. Beautiful. Uh along with Eva Mendes, Val Kilmer, Exhibit. Oh my god. <laughs> Jennifer Jennifer Coolidge, Brad Dorf, Shea Wiggum, Michael Shannon, uh Faruja Balk.
0: Faroza Balk's in that? Yep. She was the chick from um The Craft and also Um Return to Oz. Yep.
2: <laughs> Creepy ass movie. I've never heard of this movie. I will well, I never... might have I might have seen it, but I so, i I'll, yeah. I'll see it when I see it.
1: There is an original, well, not really an original. It's just like another movie, like the same name with Harvey Keitel. Uh, it has um, roughly the same plot too. And mm-hmm.
0: Werner Herzog suppo- did this new one, right?
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, Ver- directed by Werner Herzog, he who says he he refuses to admit that it is uh, the
0: same movie or has any rel- relative it? at all. Yeah, he's one of my favorite personalities in Hollywood right now. It's Werner Herzog. Yeah, so, he's, so he's
1: weird, interesting dude. He, I mean, he makes documentaries. He's in, he's in other movies. He's in Rick and Morty. It's like he's got a weird.
0: Yeah, he's like all over the place. He's in. Yeah. Um, he's he's he plays a, like an on-screen part in the new Star Wars that's coming out. Too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I saw him in the trailer. I was like, what the
0: fuck? He's the bad mm-hmm. guy in Jack Reacher. Is he? Yeah, he's I like a, a character that talks about how you have to do anything to survive in prison. That's why mm-hmm. I bit my own two fingers off just to prove that I'm <laughs> crazy <laughs> in prison. And you're like, what the fuck, Werner? <laughs> 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 Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to Bat- that. Bad Lieutenant. Okay, so I'm going to recap the other choices we have on the wheel here. For Joseph, we have The Machinist and From Beyond, um, as well as the wild card, which is Bad Lieutenant, Port New Orleans. Tyler has Mad Max, Fury Road, and... Escape from the New York, New York, and his wild card pick is George of the Jungle. Is that correct?
2: Yes, but. Uh,
0: or escape from New York, the wild. Yeah.
2: card. Yeah, uh, I think Escape from okay. New York was the wild card.
0: All right, and then for my picks, I have Annihilation and Stoker. Alrighty, ready for the spin? Um, oh yeah! What happens if we land on Annihilation? We're watching. <laughs> it. We're watching it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Is it, is it Annihilation it's Annihilation oh my it's Annihilation are you kidding I swear me? To god wow what? and I had it on a
0: completely different uh, uh, spot this time because I'm okay. rotating it as you I held it you need to, to stop calling up. it before we spin <laughs> <laughs> yeah next time next time we're gonna call a, a movie that's not even on the wheel well I love Annihilation so I can't wait to watch it alright so I guess we're talking about my movie next week Annihilation really excited about that one of the newer movies on the wheel um written and directed or guess just, just directed by alex garland um super exciting movie kind of sci-fi drama doesn't really fit into any super great categories with an ending which is just phenomenal so looking forward to talking breaking that one down with you guys next week
2: very hp lovecraft
0: um also guys follow us on facebook we've got a nice big surge of facebook followers this week so we really appreciate that um if you are listening to this um, like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your, your podcasts. And recommend it to some friends. Um, it means a lot. Facebook.com slash MCFC podcast. And write us at our Gmail. Podcast at gmail.com. If you send us a letter, most likely we're going to read it on air.
2: Please subscribe. I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please, I need the money.
1: I need (laughs) it now. Alright, thanks guys for listening. Uh, We will see you next week when we watch Annihilation. See you later. See ya. See you later, folks.